Bring the beat down a little bit, then bring me in. Let's go. Alright, alright. You can turn me up a little bit more in the headphones. MTA. Yeah. I got him like, he ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. A scholarship can never exist. Ain't no money for the Hey guys, this is a new episode of Foresight here. It's your boy Arden talking to you on a late night tip, you feel me? Um, it's Thursday night going on to Friday. Uh, should be nearing midnight. I do not have the time in front of me right now. And I'm once again recording this from the crib. <laughs> I kid you not, I'm recording this from the crib once again. Um, We do have a new episode coming up that I'm going to drop beginning of next week, Monday or Tuesday. Um, It was an episode that we recorded last Friday, myself, Wills, and our guest, Jason Bass. Salute to him, uh, a great up-and-coming engineer in the Westchester area, so definitely be on the lookout for that. But I just wanted to once again just talk about things that's been happening and keep us up to date. So when we do meet up, it's not like we have to talk about stuff that's a little bit dated and, you know, and folks have clearly moved on from it. But at the same time, unfortunately, we are speaking at a time where an issue at hand that we will discuss briefly, not briefly, but shortly, um, shouldn't be dated. It should be talked about a lot. And, uh, we might as well just get into it, you know. Um, I don't really like, especially in these events, man, where you see what's happening with these school, school with these school shootings and all of these tragedies. To be like, I would like to, you know, send my condolences and stuff. Like, if you somebody that's been doing that, then a by all means, just do that. I'm not going to necessarily judge you for it or shame you for it, but it's just it's just sad saying stuff like that because once again, it's like, okay, if I say that doesn't really do anything no does sending my condolences my thoughts really do anything to people i wish we got to a time in society where we could really do something about the stuff that's been happening and uh like i was just telling you you know i am recording this late thursday night going into friday uh what is it february 14th or february 15th so this is really 24 plus hours following the very unfortunate school shooting that happened down in Parkland, Florida, you know, where 17 lives were unfortunately taken away. And of course, plenty of people were, you know, hurt and, you know, brutally attacked by the school shooter who's been taken into custody. He's in prison. You know, they're going to go through the whole thing with him with the whole trial and things of that nature. But I just think it's really sad looking at this entire situation because for one we've seen so many school shootings and so many tragedies over the years to the point where as a society we're just very desensitized it's like you hear about this stuff and right away we just go damn another one or you know what's happening here and we just become very desensitized and it's also a vicious cycle you feel me like it's just a cycle where for one it's going to be a whole lot of shock and a whole lot of sending condolences, then it's going to be this crazy-ass debate over gun control and gun laws and the NRA going to defend their 
right to bear arms with their life and then others is going to do the same thing and then there's going to be the recognition of politicians who are going to talk that talk in quotations about things that need to be done but yet they're working close with the nra and then the final parts of the cycle is just the fact that we forget you feel me we forget we move on until the next thing happens and then we embark on this cycle once again but it, 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 it just has to come to a point where, where things have to happen you know what i mean like folks have to put aside their own agendas their own secrets their whatever and really do what's right for the nation especially in these in these circumstances where again young lives man we're talking about kids in high school between the ages of 14 and 18 being taken away you know and and these things could be prevented for whatever reason people could just be like well there's more than guns it doesn't it doesn't matter what's really the sole reason if there's a reason that's significant enough that has contributed to the unfortunate circumstances at hand that has to be addressed so whether it's gun control whether it's mental health whether it's when you know federal not federal when law enforcement officials receive tips about a potential threat and a potential suspect how they need to act on that quickly and pay closer surveillance to it these things have to be done here you know because it's just getting to the point where we have these tragedies and it's like damn that could have been prevented you feel me and it's already tough enough handling tragedies that are very very sudden you know like it's already tough enough to handle a very sudden tragedy when we started to see that these type of shootings and stuff could happen in a freaking school and not just a school movie theaters parks you know events churches so much stuff now and it's like come on like it's like come on guys we all need to do better but like i like i said in the beginning i don't necessarily want to do the whole send my condolences thing but i i am hoping that again those who've been affected by it down there they they'll, they'll undergo their process of moving on and recovering from these tragic events and it's also crazy too because where the shooting happened in parkland right parkland florida i believe it was named the safest town and i don't know whether it's in the state of florida or in the county they're in or in the entire country and it's just another example of a folks that have these perceptions and reputations attached to certain towns and people or whatever it's like stop all that you know it's, it's something that like my dad and i always talk about which is every place is dangerous every place has its crime and you also just don't know whatever whatever could happen in a place regardless of the statistics you know what i mean or is it likely that crime or whatever the case would be could, could occur in a more higher or lower you know rate in certain places of course but at the end of the day crime can happen anything can happen you know and these type of things happen to where it's really happening in very spontaneous moments you know it's not like there's a strain where it's like hey for example in the inner city where if there's a bunch of gang murders and stuff happening in the inner city and you can point to, well, you have the drugs here, you have the gangs here, you have all of this history and all this stuff tying up. Yeah, it makes sense that it's happening. It's like, no, it's freaking out of the blue. Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, dudes are shooting up and doing this stuff. But let me just get away from that, man, because it's just a very sad situation. And again, we're just going to end up undergoing 
the cycle that always takes place for things of that nature. Um, before I move on to talk about the other topics, if you happen to hear music in the background, that's my dad playing that music. Again, like I told you, it's late night right now, bro. It's around midnight. But my dad is like on a mini break from work, you feel me? So he's going to have like maybe a handful of days off. And that's one of the things that he does, man. When he's at the crib, my dad chills. He plays his music. But he deserves it. You know, he works hard. He does that. So salute the pops, man. I'm not bothered by it. Because either way, your boy got to get his sleep. <laughs> you feel me? Your boy got to get his sleep and do what he got to do to make sure that his Friday is litty magritty. You feel me? But man, what is there to talk about? Um, on a positive note, um, if you want to talk music, um, no, the, the Drake Block Boy JB record came out. That's finally out. The Look Alive record, you know, 901, Shall We Drive, Look Alive, Look Alive. And that record's hard. That record is hard. That record's definitely going to do pretty well. Salute to Block Boy JB. Block Boy JB may be signed to OVO. Or he's just keeping himself closely aligned to OVO. I mean, that's not, to me, that's not a bad idea. I know some people try to crap on OVO and be like, oh, man, that's a sweatshop. They don't really do nothing. But it's something I've said multiple times last year. OVO is starting to turn a new page with this whole music thing, bro. For real, they really are, man. You look at the projects that they've put out. Number G Jordan, The Vision, Roy Woods, Baca's up next. And, and I love the possibility of Black Boy and Baca representing the rap side of OVO Sound. So those guys are hitting. And Black Boy, you know, besides just the Look Alive record, he had the shoot record, he got the Rover, he had the dance when it comes to shoot, the whole joint with the one leg kicking. So it was definitely dope. And I thought that record was pretty good. Um, Tory Lanez has a project coming out within a couple weeks. Damn. It's been very quiet for Tory. You feel me? Like, and it's very weird saying that. And I, and I don't mean to say that in a very disrespectful manner. But it's extremely quiet for Tory. And, and, and it's quiet to the point where some folks could wonder, like, man, like, should we be worried about the fact that, you know, nobody has talked about a Tory project? That this project's coming out? Or he's releasing a record or two here and there recently. Um, I feel like Tory's in a position where, again, he's known, he's well known enough. He's well known to the point where, let me rephrase myself, he's well known to the point where, even with a lack of momentum, quote unquote, lack of momentum, he can survive it because if there's anything about this era of music, it's the fact that when music's dope, people will talk about it after the fact. You know what I mean? People will talk about it after the fact. People will share it. People will be like, oh, man, you need to check for this or you need to check for that. And then people will be like, word, word, okay, I'll check it out. And then people will like it. And I think Tory could do good as long as he doesn't have that many snippets again on an album. It's like, bro, why did you have so many snippets on I Told You So? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that project ended up being like 28 songs with 14 being snippets. Like, you don't need that. And I also hope for Tori that this album is not long. I don't need it to be 18 songs. I don't need it to be 20. Give me, like, a smooth 14, 15 songs, bro. Give me your best 14, 15 records. Include a party record uh, that called Leaning. I, I really like that record. I remember when it came out, I was playing it quite a bit. And I'm back on that wave playing it because it's a good record. 
And salute to Party too. Party got a record with Calvin Harris. That's dope. You guys should check it out. I forgot the name of it, but um, it came out as well last week. And it's Party at its best. You know, it's Party at its best being the very simple songwriter, the execution simple, but it hits. And it's very memorable. You know, so... And, you know, it's so funny because, uh, you know, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. So, salute to, you know, Joe and Rory, Maul, and, and those guys. They were talking about party in terms of what party may be doing with OVO. Um, I don't think of it necessarily as party distancing himself from OVO or being like, I don't want to mess with y'all no more. I just think a lot of it is at the point where, you know what, party... Because of the work he's put in, because of the recognition he's gotten as a songwriter, along with a few records that he's had over the years that's popped, um, Party's his own entity now. You feel me? Like, Party don't need his hand to be held by Drake and Oliver and Forty to be like, here's what you need to do next, you know? I don't think Party's in a position anymore where he may need a Drake feature here and there to boost them up. I mean, they can help. They can help. But I don't think Party's in that position no more. Like, Party's in a position where, again, because of his own work, he could stand on his own, you know? And, and, I, and I really do believe it's that time for Party. Now, with the fact that Party needs to hit, you know, Party really needs to hit. Party really needs to do something where he really stands out. Because I, I really don't feel as if Party's ceiling is just, oh, he's just this incredible songwriter, and that's what we're going to know him for that even though some folks may not like his own music, but they'll respect his pen. I don't think that should be the ceiling for Party. I feel like Party should be a dude who the songwriting, yes, should be respected and appreciated, but that's just a secondary, secondary, a third thing to recognize about him. But the first thing should be the fact that this dude does make dope records, records that can hit. So when I think about the Colors EP that came out last year, how much I really like low battery, how much I really like freaking you. Um, again, party can make those type of records. I, I really do. And I feel like that's the wave that party should ride. Party should ride those tropical, smooth, dance hall R&B records. I don't think he should try to get to R&B-ish. You know what I mean? Like the dance hall pop-ish records like I was just describing. That is his pocket. That is his lane. And that's a lane that many can't really mess with him with. You feel me? Like, not many people can really mess with Party in that lane. Like, Party got that lane under control. So I hope he stays in it. And I hope he continues doing his thing in that. But I don't think, you know, like like I was just talking about, Party's trying to distance, distance himself from OVO. I really don't think so. I feel like it's still all good over there. But it's just a matter of, hey... You got to stand in your own two feet and, and establish yourself, you feel me? Like, it's similar to, again, if you want to keep it within the household, like, what Drake did with Young Money, Cash Money. Like, you think, for example, right, within Drake's first two to three years, it was a whole lot of, you know, Young Money, Cash Money stuff. And then eventually, Drake went off to where when you saw Drake, it was just Drake and OVO. You feel me? It wasn't all Drake, YM, CMB, and then OVO. It became Drake and OVO Sound. It became Drake and October Firm with the partnership that he was able to get with OVO Sound, I believe, with Warner Brothers. You feel me? Yeah, every once in a blue moon, he'll represent Young Money and still let people know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm also Young Money. 
but it's to the point where if anything it's like OVO you know what he's standing for it's OVO but he does still have those ties to YMCMB and Cash Money and I feel like Party's at a point where he's done a lot of OVO repping OVO has done a lot of repping besides him and it's like bro stand on your own two feet rep what you believe in rep whatever is your crew rep whatever is your acronym you feel me and, and I feel like he can really do that so I'm definitely hoping for it. I'm and I'm continuing just to go off the top of my head right now, trying to talk about this new music and and, and things that that's happened. Um, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, Tory's dropping. Uh, is there really any new records I've been listening to lately? Um, I finally heard a Trippy Red record. I kid you not. I, there was a record that I remember hearing sporadically online. And all I remember from that record was hearing uh, Kamagwa, Kamagwa. And Jason, who's on the next episode of Foresight after this night session comes out, he was like, yeah, that's Trippy Red, bro. That's that Dark Knight Dummy record or whatever with Travis Scott. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. And hearing that record, it was funny because I heard that record and certain parts of that record, you know, via Trippy's contributions, really showed like wow trippy could have been on god's plan <laughs> like now nah, for real like I, I was hearing certain parts and i'm hearing his voice and his melody along with the pockets that he, he hits and i'm like man trippy really could have been on god's plan like he could have fit but apparently he never you know made the freaking deadline and speaking of god's plan let me say god's plan is in the running god's plan is in the is in a legitimate running for Drake's biggest song ever. Like, it really is. Like, it's really up there, man. And God's Plan is also great because God's Plan has been feeding what's been one of my favorite pastimes on YouTube, which is watching reaction videos to new Drake songs. If you haven't, watch reaction videos. And I know reaction videos has been a thing for like the last couple years or so on YouTube. You gotta watch reaction videos to new Drake music because those reaction videos make me smile and make me appreciate the new songs more so so salute to like the molly brothers salute to law twins salute to any you know reactioner i might have made that up or whatever who knows but um salute to any reactioner who has these videos of them listening to the new Drake and they're just going crazy and stuff because it makes me smile. You feel me? Like if you're watching the podcast version of Foresight right now, you understand like how much I'm smiling because I really do. I really do smile when listening to the new Drake. Like I really do. Like I, I smile and it's like, oh my God, this new Drake. You know what I mean? So I definitely will take that. I definitely will. Um, damn, man, what else, what else, this is what happens, folks, when you decide to record a podcast randomly, um, I saw some folks once again mentioning how, you know, uh, we should get ready for Jesus season, if you know what I mean, we should get ready for Jesus, we should get ready for Kanye, and if Kanye drops, he drops, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily... I've never been, like, the biggest Kanye. I'm not going to act like that. No, like, I've been a big Kanye fan. But in recent years, because I felt like he's released some forgettable projects, like, to me, The Life of Pablo, 
very forgettable. Um, Yeezus, very forgettable. Now, understand me saying very forgettable and not saying very bad. I, I don't think neither project was bad. I think both projects combined were solid projects. But um, they were just very forgettable. You feel me? They were just very forgettable. Let's just keep it 100. They were very forgettable. But on a scale of 1 through 10, I'm really like at a 6, 6.5 when it comes to anticipating new Kanye music, you know, um, you released, again, two projects that I personally feel are very forgettable, and I never really checked for his guest verses either, like, I didn't hear his guest verse on Side of Prince, like, I didn't really hear that record, so I'm just not really checking for Ye, I mean, when Ye drops, I'll check for him, but I'm not necessarily checking for Ye, like, oh my god, like, I gotta check for Kanye, like, it's, it's whatever at this point, you feel me? But um, yeah, if he has new music, he has new music, but I'm not necessarily gonna go crazy for it. Like that's never been my thing, that's never been my per se, but I will check for Kanye because it's Kanye West. And this is just gonna be a great year when it comes to music and, and rap, you know? It's gonna be a great year. Um, salute to, again, like the Black Panther movie and soundtrack. I know a lot of people are going crazy over this movie. Twitter has been hilarious thus far, seeing the like the pictures and videos of people going to the premieres, just acting a fool when it comes to these records. Um, not records, but these movies and stuff. So I may come through and support for the culture, you know me? I'll spend my $14 and check it out. And I'm not even a big superhero person like that. I'm not a big superhero fan, shall I say. I'm not really even a comic book fan. But I'll check it out, you know. Once in a lifetime opportunity, you feel me? Like, you gotta check it out. I'm on Miss Info's site right now. Salute to Miss Info from, you know, from Hot 97 and all the work she's done over the years. I'm trying to check out what I need to be checking out tonight. So, like I mentioned earlier, Tori, Tori releasing records here and there. So, he has a new one, BID. Um, about to check that out. Uh, Drum got her record. Let's go. Like, I love Drum. Like, I kid you not, like, I love Drown. Like, the Uber song, the, his records usually hit. Drown got a record with Diplo. Hmm, I'll take that. G Herbo got a record with Chance the Rapper and Lil Ootsvert. I'll pass that. Whoa, Frank Ocean dropped the record? Frank dropped the record? Frankie? Moon River? Well, they're saying it's a cover. Oh. Ooh, what am I care about all that boy? But oh yeah, speaking of tours, so I just came across something. Joey Badass announces the American tour with Boogie and Buddy. Big Sean's going on tour. And although I've been very critical of Big Sean, if you've been listening to the episodes recently, his tour that's coming up, I might have to check it out, bruh. Like I might have to check it out. Big Sean. Shaq Lizzy, Playboy Cardi, um, and a couple others. But, hey, I'll, I'll go to that tour. That tour is looking pretty lit, bro. Like, snap. You think I'm crazy. You think I might miss that joint. Like, I... Psh. Yeah, man, that's too tough. That's way too tough. Like, I, I have to... I have to check that out. I have to check... <laughs> Sorry about the sneeze. But, um, yeah, I have to check that out. Mm, that tour is dope. 
let me give another RIP, man. You know, the love bug star ski. Um, you know, I mean, hip hop pioneer. Peace to the kick of pre. Fuck Master Flex, love bug star ski. You know, from Biggie. But he said in Juicy. You know, that's a legend. 57 years old. That's far too young. My dad's 56. Or about to be 56. So things like that, you know, catches my eye. But uh, I really might wrap this up. I really might wrap this up. Wait, no, I got one more thing to shout out. Um, you know, it's 12, 18 a.m. right now, so it's technically February 16th. But uh, three days ago, So Far Gone, it was the anniversary, the nine-year anniversary of So Far Gone. You know, the most influential Drake project of all time. It's uh, definitely... Probably for me, the most influential project that I've undergone in terms of a listening experience back when I was in high school. So to think it's been nine years since So Far Gone has come out, that's just freaking unbelievable. And again, that project really, that project came at a really great time, you feel me? Just thinking back to, again, I was 15 years old when So Far Gone came out. 15 years old, you know, only a few months into living in a new town at the time, in White Plains, where I'm still living to this day, still making new friends at that time, but I was like the new kid, you know, and most of my friends were still in the previous town where I was living at, and although I had been listening to Drake before So Far Gone, that project really propelled my my fandom of Drake, and that, and that project was truly like the soundtrack of my life. When think when thinking about, you know, at 15 years old, hearing "Say What's Real," you know, hearing "Sooner Than Later," hearing "Successful," you know, "Take a Night Off" in Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, like those records for a 15, 16 year old trying to figure himself out in life. It was just like, wow, like these records are hitting and. Drake at that time was just, just that feeling of new. You feel me? Like, it was just a sense of new with Drake. And this guy was just a different breed, man. Like, yeah, he had his influences. And people go, you know, he had his influences from Kanye and Cuddy and whoever else. But, again, it's, like, similar to basketball, right? Like, yeah, like, LeBron James was clearly influenced by, like, Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and stuff, but he still put everything together from those influences along with his hard work to create something that was very, very unique to, you know, in LeBron's case to basketball, but like what Drake did to hip hop and music, you know, Drake really brought a whole nother dynamic. And that's why I said in a tweet that got some buzz a few nights ago that so far gone is easily one of the most influential records in hip-hop in the last 10 to 15 years. Like, if we really... I wouldn't even say 10 to 15 years. Like, if we really sat down and thought about it and think about it, So Far Gone is really one of the most influential records really in the last 20 years, right? We might as well, you know, 2018, you know, we're two years away from the start of a new decade. So we could really go from 2000 to 2020. And... That's really one of the most influential records in in the last 20 years. When you think about albums that have come out, you know, to me, So Far Gone deserves to be in the conversation for influential projects over the last 20 years, whether it's The Blueprint, whether it's uh, 
you know, uh, well, what was the Eminem record? The Slim Shady LP, you know, uh, if I got it wrong, I'm sorry. Or whether it's 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying or Kanye West's The College Dropout or Graduation or 808 to Heartbreak or whatever. Like, there's plenty of projects who have, uh, that obviously have come out over the last 20 years that's influenced the culture or even DMX's you know, two projects that came out in 1998 that both hit number one and was multi-platinum. Like, Drake, so far gone, deserves to be in the conversation. And for as much as people go, oh, man, like, why would you say that? Because look at the game that is rap in the last nine, ten years since that project. You know, look at how that project, of course, elevated Drake and everybody else that was involved in it. But it's just a matter of look what it's done for everybody else following it when it comes to hip hop and R&B and fusion. And those, and that tape was also one of Drake's earliers, earlier moments with like pop records and non hip hop records. Like one of the first tracks of So Far Gone is like a sample off of some like old white rock band, it seems like. Just listen to it. So it was like a mix of a lot of things to where it was like, wow, like in a way, of course, with hindsight, it's like we got to see what Drake would eventually become being this multi-dimensional and evolving artist that has the ability to perform different sounds and styles. And he did that on So Far Gone. Maybe not to the full extent that he's doing it now, but he did it. And artists have followed that. Artists have followed Drake's paths of ultra honesty and hometown recognition and the songwriting the production of 40 and oliver the wanting to have your own crew and a lot of stuff and i try to tell people these things where people be acting like i'm bugging when i say that but when they really sit down and think about it and they do their research they go damn you're right he was you know arden was right about it but uh yeah man happy anniversary to so far gone man nine years february 13th jeez but yeah man i'm a, I'm really gonna end it off you know it's you know now it's friday february 16th i started this on the 15th like a half an hour ago this is just a mini so you feel me so i just wanted to talk and touch on some stuff before things wrapped up and uh i think i did that so yeah Time for me to wrap this up. Time for me to edit it real quick and upload it to you guys, man. And, um, yeah, these upcoming episodes of Foresight that we got coming up are going to be some good ones, for real. From last week's episode with Jason, from the next couple episodes we got coming up with some special guests from a special location. I think you guys will really enjoy it. Thank you for the support as usual. If you listened to it, if you shared it or whatnot. You know, keep on going, man. Trust me. This is the four side. This is Arden signing off from the cribbo. Late night, er night, a. And of course, man, I gotta do the sign off because it's only right. Free Bobby and um, GS9. You already know. Ah ah ah. <laughs>